Welcome to the show, everybody. Happy March Madness game day. For the first time in the history of this show, it would have been the first time in this in the history of the show, even if we made it last year, because I only started the show in November. But for the first time in the history of the show, I get to say happy March Madness game day. Southeastern versus Iowa at 3 o'clock. 15 seed versus the 2 seed. That'll never happen, right? Wrong! Because we know what Princeton did yesterday to Arizona. Um, it's never happened in the women's tournament. But we'll get into all that. Um, we've got Jake Killingsworth. Southeastern Baseball's Jake Killingsworth joining us for an interview. Awesome interview with Jake. Uh, we both woke up early to, to do it. Because we care about the show. We care about you. Uh, so, uh, so, so. Yeah, pat on the back to me, right? Pat on the back to Jake. Uh, but anyway, great interview with Jake, his journey to Southeastern. It's been an interesting one, uh, so you'll learn all about that. And um, baseball. We also have baseball to to talk about. That makes sense because we have Jake Killingsworth on the show. So all of that coming up on the show, and we'll begin with uh, with March Madness. Southeastern March Madness, to be exact. Um, I am actually super nervous, and I didn't think that I would be. I thought that I would be, uh, I guess, like playing with house money almost. Um, instead, I am very, very nervous, and I don't know why I assumed that I wouldn't be, but here we are. We are uh, at the time of me talking, 11, 12, 1, 2. Uh, five hours from tip, and I am so nervous because after watching March Madness, I think I would have rather we just got it out of the way. I think after watching other March Madness games and you see how other teams perform, you develop, I don't want to say expectations, but you, you see that it's possible, right? Nobody gave Princeton a shot. Not a lot of people gave Furman a shot. And we are that team that no one is giving a shot, right? Um, we'll see how the women's tournament goes. I'm super excited to watch it. I love watching the women's tournament every year. Feels like it delivers all the time. The men's tournament has had some down years. We know this. Doesn't look like this is going to be one. Um but anyway, it's just you you see these other teams. I mean, look at Northern Kentucky. Up until the three minutes left, they were within single digits of Houston. They were leading for a majority of the first half. Um, so you see these teams, and you say, okay, well, we can do that. Um, and, and I still, there's nothing about Iowa that we can't beat. No disrespect to Iowa. But what I mean by that is there's, they they don't have a 6-10 center, you know? They're not going to destroy us on the inside. They play perimeter basketball. And we defend well. We're a top 15 team in the nation defensively. And they are not a good defensive team for whatever reason. I don't know if they just say we don't have to play defense because we can score because they can. They're, the, they're a top three team offensively in the nation. Or I think they are the top. Yeah, they are the top offensive team in the nation. They have Caitlin Clark ranked third in points per game. 
Um, so anyway, I'm kind of rambling here, but I am extremely nervous. Let me get that out of the way. I'm extremely nervous because I think we have a chance. If we didn't have a chance, if we were a 16 seed playing South Carolina, okay. But we've got a chance. We've got a chance. The other thing I don't understand is Iowa finished second in the top 25. They were finished, they they ranked second in the nation. How does that team not get a one seed? On the selection show, they talked about Iowa had a gripe to be a one seed. Uh, Yeah. If you told the men's tournament, whoever finishes second is not going to be a one seed. I mean, how does that make any sense? I'll take it, though. Um, But again, yeah, extremely nervous. And I love the attitude of our team. No fear. No fear from, from us. And I'm... I'm very, very excited. I'm very, very excited and very, very nervous. Um, I already previewed the game. You guys wanted this on uh, Tuesday, so you had it. And now all you have are my thoughts. So enjoy those. Um, I'm not adding a ton of insight. I will say it's just cool to see us like doing March Madness media. Like that's cool. Like we got to do a press conference in front of the backdrop. Like, our logo is correct. That's awesome. Our logo is correct on all the March Madness stuff. Um, So after a pretty rocky start calling us Southern Louisiana in the graphic that we were were one of four teams to make their first NCAA tournament appearance, they've been getting our name right. No big deal or anything. No big deal or anything. Um, So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited and nervous. If you had a nickel for every time I said that I was excited and nervous in the past six minutes, you'd have like six nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that you have that many. Right? That's the joke, right? Let me find out what the joke is. You'd have two nickels. You spell nickels, N-I-C-K-E-L-E-S, which isn't a lot. All right. Um, oh, it's a Phineas and Ferb. I didn't know that. Um, if I had a nickel for every time that happened, I'd be rich. No, that's not it. It's, it's, it's like if I had a nickel for every time This is a mess. This is such. Yeah, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. That's the meme. If I had a nickel for every time this happened, which in this case, it's me saying that I'm nervous and excited, you'd have six nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it's happened six times. This is a terrible episode of the show. I'm so sorry. Moving on. Line up. Moving on. Um, Southeastern softball played LSU. That didn't go well. Um, No Power 5 win this year for us. In a year where I thought we were definitely going to do it, especially after the start we had. Uh, But we didn't. And now we got conference play starting today. Starting today against Lamar. Let's preview that, huh? Lamar softball. is uh, 9 and 19. They are not good. They are not good. They haven't played a home game. How? 
They haven't played a home game? What is this? They did take two of three from Northwestern State, though, last week. They've already started conference play. So they're two and one. But how have they not played a home game? They've also barely left Texas. They've kind of gone on a tour of Texas. They've gone to Huntsville, Arlington, Stephenville, Nagadoches, San Antonio, San Marcos, Austin, Houston, Boom. Uh, no, that's their fall schedule. The only place they haven't been in Texas is like Dallas. Um, so yeah, three o'clock today, uh, we start conference play. It's on ESPN plus. So you can watch that. You can watch the, watch the lady lions. I am intrigued to see how we come out in uh, conference play. None of the other stuff really matters. Where are we in the RPI right now? Going into the uh, Mississippi State tournament, we were 27th. And I don't think we're going to be 27th anymore. We're still top 50, which is awesome. We are 47th. Um, so top 50, we want to get into the top 40. So we're in good shape. Really good shape. So we'll see... Uh, We'll see what happens anyway. We play Lamar at softball today. And uh, gosh, this uh, this just does. Last episode, I, I said, man, I got a good feeling about this episode, right? Uh, I have the opposite feeling about this episode. This is just, it's early in the morning for me. Um, it's, we need something to save this episode. And I know just the thing. An interview with Southeastern Baseball's Jake Killingsworth. And before we get to our interview with Jake, I want to let you know that our interview with Jake, and only our interview with Jake, because they don't deserve to have their name attached to the rest of this terrible episode, is brought to you by Wise Guys Daiquiris. Wise Guys Daiquiris is the best daiquiri in all of Hammond, America, all of A-Meat, Louisiana. Wise Guys has that new line of flavored lemonade daiquiris that includes flavors like Twisted Tea, Red Raspberry, and Kiwi Strawberry, among others. They're at a ton of Southeastern baseball games. You can get your daiquiri flight, four flavors for just $11. Two locations, one in Hammond, just down the street from the UC, at 14474 West University Avenue or in Amit at 1007 West Oak Street. They're open seven days a week. You want to support people who support Southeastern athletics, right? You want to support people who support the Lions. Wise Guys does it better than anybody, okay? Wise Guys Daiquiris, they'll make you a daiquiri you can't refuse, and they are sponsoring our interview with Southeastern Baseball's Jake Killingsworth. Here is our interview with Jake. All right, everybody. We are very pleased to be joined by Jake Killingsworth, Southeastern Baseball. Jake, thanks so much for joining us today, man. Thank you for having me on. Now, no one that is listening will know this, but it is very early in the morning, Jake. Like, how, how long have you been awake? Uh, probably about 45 minutes. 
Well, that's longer than me. So I'll give you, I'll give you credit there, man. All right. So huge thanks to Jake for, for, for waking up early with us to, to, to knock this out. Let's start at the beginning, man. You know, um, you, you start your career at UAB and, and you head to JUCO and now, and now you're here at Southeastern. It's been a really quick three schools in a very short amount of time. Just um, to have the success you're having now, I guess, what was the key to, I guess, staying positive on this baseball journey for you? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I went to UAB at a high school and obviously it was a year after COVID hit. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's people coming back and then a new coaching staff because the old coach staff had retired. And um, after a year there, um, that coaching staff left and another one came in and it just didn't feel like home. So, you know, I, I took the JUCO route and honestly it was the best decision I think I've ever made. I, I love JUCO, um, JUCO Bandit, you know, and then mm-hmm. when Coach Roger gave me the opportunity here, it was just, it felt like home and it's so easy to adapt here because everybody has your back and the support from the town, you know, the school, everything. There's a lot of people who absolutely hate JUCO. I spent some time around guys who were JUCO and didn't have great experiences. What do you think is the difference between having that, like you said, a great JUCO experience to someone who can't wait to leave? Um, I mean, I, I think because my freshman year, I didn't play a lot at UAB. And then you come into you come to a JUCO and you get to play every day. And all you're really worried about is baseball. I mean, the yeah. classes are there, but it's not like here. Most of your stuff's online, so it, it's baseball all day. Now, have you had you been to Louisiana before? Like, what was your – I mean, it's not too far from home, but just there's a lot of guys from Louisiana on the team, and you're not one of them. Is there uh, – Did you have you had beignets yet? That's a good question. No, I have not. I, I have not had a lot of the traditional food. You know, during the tailgate season in the fall, I got – I got some gumbo. I got some pasta. All right, all right. But uh, I haven't had a beignet. I haven't had any king cake yet. Um, you, you missed know, your it, window, man. Yeah, I know. I know. That's what I was told. <laughs> um, what was it about Southeastern um, that you wanted to, to come here? Because you come from um, another mid-major in UAB, albeit American Conference. Um, but then you're, you're playing a, a relatively similar level of baseball at the D1 level, what was it about Southeastern that uh, drew you to Hammond? Um, you know, everybody I talked to was just talking about how everybody here is hard-nosed on the baseball team and you know, just the culture of the baseball team. And then you look at the whole campus and, and the town, and it, it, it's like a family here. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody's got your back. So You're going from one green and gold to another. Have you been able to just keep some of the UAB stuff and, like, rebrand it a little bit? No, I parted ways with most of that stuff. <laughs> Good. Good answer. Good answer. Let's talk about this year, man, because it's so funny. Manola, Connor Manola, when we interviewed him, I asked, who's a guy that we don't know yet, but we're going to know? He said, Jake Killingsworth. And, man, was he right. Have you been at all surprised with the success that you've had early on? Because from the get-go, runners on base – I think you're hitting at like a 90% success rate and getting them home. I mean, this has got to be one of the best stretches of baseball in your career. Uh, I mean, I, I came off a successful year last year too. So the okay. expectation was definitely there. 
And uh, I, I know, like, the opening weekend, I struggle a little bit, get back to the Division One stage. And it's just – it's a constant battle because now you have scouting reports coming out and all of that. So, they're pitching you differently. They're trying to find your weaknesses. So, it's just a constant battle up there at the plate. What um, – who was who – I'll, I'll let you give a shout-out here. Who is the guy that has helped you the most in this transition? Because I assume it's not easy, no matter where you come from, to come to a new school – um, especially as a guy who didn't play high school with these guys. Um, who, who's a guy that kind of helped you out through this transition the most? Uh, I mean, I got to give a shout out to Connor Manola. You know, like we said, the dude's been here half a century, but he's definitely somebody you can bounce everything off of. Um, he, he's a he's a level head. You know what you're getting every day with Connor, and he's just a good dude to have your back. You guys, the coaching staff, it seems everyone – has played catcher at some point you have Daniel Wassener then you got Derek Mount just to have so many guys who have played your position and understand that position how has that helped in your development oh it's helped a ton um you know I was coming off a of fall where I was injured so I didn't get to do a lot and uh when we got back in January they they took me and we just we continued to work and it feels like my catching came a long way what was the um, what was the most uh, memorable part of this season early on for you so far? Obviously, there's a long way to go. Um, it's it's been a after the early start, it's been kind of up and down. But is there a moment that kind of jumps out to you so far? Oh, for sure. You know, going into Auburn on Saturday and taking that series, just being back in the home state, being an hour and yeah. a half in the house, it was cool to have a home crowd there and be able to take the series. Would you rather DH or would you rather catch? Uh, I mean, I enjoy catching because it keeps me in the game, but DHing, it's nice. All you're worried about is just going up to the plate and hitting. What is the uh, the coolest environment that you've played in in your college career so far? It'd have to be Hammond America, you know. The, just there the you go, there. man. Gosh, man, you're just just a professional, just a professional, Jake Killingsworth. <laughs> what was um I guess coming from you know D1 to JUCO back to D1 what is the biggest difference that you can give like someone who has no idea about JUCO baseball what is the biggest difference because I think that JUCO gets some some kind of a bad rap sometimes but it's the I mean the the quality of baseball is so high at many of the schools what is the biggest difference on the field you would say on the field would probably be just depth um mm -hmm. you know most of the jucos around us had a really stout lineup and then after you kind of got out of that it, it fell off and here they just you can continue to run guys out that are just the same talent level was there a moment when you were deciding to leave UAB that you were just gonna enter the portal or I mean because I feel like in this day and age it's not like 10 years ago where, okay, I'm going JUCO. Like, there's no doubt about it because I'm if I want to play right away. But there has to be a certain level of, um, I guess, risk being taken going down a level. Um, what was the thought process in that instead of entering the portal? Um, you know, I, I'll be honest. The, the portal never really crossed my mind coming out as a freshman. Um, I was praying about it a lot, and it felt like God was just pushing me to go the JUCO route and I ended up going somewhere that was close to home 
and I had some friends there already. So it just, it worked out perfect and it led me to Hammond. I'll let you give them a shout out because you support them a ton. They support you, uh, your Juco. I, I see you on Twitter retweeting them all the time. They're, they're super proud of you, man. I mean, just what was it about that experience that allowed you to have, um, like you said, such a great time there? Yeah, I mean, I, I came in for and played for a coach, Mackie Sasser, um, who had been there for 22, 23 years. And I knew it was going to be his last year. He was retiring. And uh, gotcha. especially a part of that, especially a former MLB catcher. And then um, Ryan Eiley, shout out to him. He helped me so much through the JUCO process and everything. Um, he actually took over as the head coach this year. We were both first-year guys coming in. So it was just – it was a – we were going through it together. That is awesome, man. So Wallace Community College in Dothan, Alabama. How did you guys do last year? Um, we actually got put out in the regional to go to the World Series by Tristan Todorowski, who's here now. He pitched oh, my gosh. <laughs> who so. is, who's the coolest guy that you – or I shouldn't say coolest. Who, I, I'll, I'll, I'll ask it like this. Who's the hardest pitcher you faced in your college career so far, if you had to pick one? Cool. Um, honestly – I didn't really like hitting off Brennan Stuprich in the uh, inner squads. What's what is the hardest pitch to hit from Stoop? His slaughter. Yeah, you've got to just be. Th I mean, you weren't around, but I mean, his his battle back from injury just and there's a lot of guys like that. Um, but to see him have the success he's had after injury, especially as a catcher, you, you um, just. You have to be thrilled with how he's performed this year. Oh, for sure. Uh, he, he's a dog on the mound, and it's fun to watch. Um, let's see. Let's see. I, you say you haven't had many Louisiana. You know, you haven't done the king cake, haven't done the beignets. What's your favorite restaurant in Hammond so far? Um, I'm, I'm, I love our moms. Okay. All right. All right. What do you get? Out of that. Um, I get the the buffalo chicken sandwich. Okay, so you're you're going a little off the map there. You're going yeah. You're not going burger. I, I appreciate that. I always appreciate different answers. Everybody just says tacos and beer and calls it a day. So I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Jake, what is your uh, major? What do you want to be when you grow up? I'm a business admin major right now. I, I want to get into the sales field or something like that when I get out. Awesome. Awesome. And finally, finally, would you like to make a case to lead uh, to bat lead off? Because the guys we got batting lead off, they don't do a great job getting on base. Rhett Rosevier, Tyler Finke, they just they, they haven't figured that out yet. So would you like to make a case to, to kind of replace them? Absolutely not. I would love to keep hitting <laughs> behind the guys. It is fun when they're on base. Do you have any uh, – Rhett Rosevere getting hit by every single pitch, like how? Do you have an answer for us? It, it surprises me too, and it, it's something me and Christian Garcia talk about a lot in the dugout. Um, he told me the first game he was like, dude, you're going to be impressed with this. It, it's fun to watch, and I don't know how he does it, but it is fun to watch. I mean, it's just unreal, man. Like every single game – He's getting plunked. It's crazy. 
Um, what is your uh, what's your message? I'll get I'll let you get on a soapbox here. Your message to Lion Nation as we are getting close to conference play here. Uh, I just want to thank them for the support that we've had, and I hope they continue to just pack the pad out. Jake Killingsworth, first year Lion, but he is killing it. Jake, thank you so much for the time today, man. Thank you. Huge thanks to Jake Killingsworth for his time. Uh, Southeastern taking on Memphis tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. As uh, during the interview, I said that UAB was in the American Conference. They're not. Why did I think that? Um. So uh, I don't. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Memphis has played a ton of teams that we either have faced or will face. They actually took the series against Samford to open the year. They should have swept them. They lost in extra innings, nine to eight, uh, in their only loss. They uh, lost two of three against Nichols. I don't think we play ULM this year. Let's see real quick. But they, uh, what they do against ULM? They lost four to three which again that's uh i don't know it's kind of surprising um we will not play ulm this year okay um they will they also played mississippi valley state yes they won 19 to 10 against mississippi valley state we will play mississippi valley state on uh, march 29th so there is some familiarity in terms of common opponents um I feel like they've won games that they should have. They swept Youngstown State. Or no, they didn't. They took three of four from Youngstown State. Um, Indiana State, they got swept by Indiana State. They had lost one, two, three, four, five, six. Six in a row before beating Arkansas Little Rock three to two on Tuesday. They historically have not been any good. They haven't had a winning season since, I think, 2017. Yeah, since 2017 when they went 30-29, and 29, but even that year they only went 8-16 and 16 in conference play. Um, so this is a team that is looking for something good to happen. They're 3-3 three and three on the road. They don't rank in the top category really in, in, in anything. Um, but so it's, it's a game – but. It's baseball. You never know. Um, so Friday and Saturday, I feel good about. Jay Long is really coming into his own. He'll start on Sunday. Um, but after the loss on Tuesday, you know, you want to bounce back. If you sweep, suddenly you've won uh, five of six going into uh, – your final non-conference game before conference play. Um, so big weekend. They're all big. Or actually, uh, Andrew Landry is starting on Sunday. I don't know why I thought Jay Long was starting. So it's Andrew Landry on Sunday, Will Kinsler on Saturday, Brent Stuprich on uh, Friday. Memphis does have one pitcher who is very, very good. Um, he has an ERA of, or I think he may lead. Yeah, it's the strikeouts. Uh, Dalton Fowler has struck out 32 batters. That's top 50 in the nation. 
and we will, as of right now, not face him. It's David Warren on Friday, Seth Garner on Sunday. They have not announced a pitcher for Saturday yet. Anyway, uh, that's our show. That's our show. Again, thanks for thanks for putting up with me. Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for supporting the show. It means a ton. And hopefully we win March Madness, the whole thing. Hopefully we uh, we win the whole thing. And then um, that's it. That's uh, Then we'll just I – may, I may end the show because how will it ever get better um, than that? Another huge thanks to Jake Killingsworth, another huge thanks to Wise Guys, and another huge thanks to you. Make sure to visit the website, thestateofslu.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the State of SLU. Leave us a five-star review if you feel like we deserve it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Helps us out a ton. And um, thanks for being you. I want you to know that heading into the weekend. Hope you have a great weekend. Hope we win a ton of games on the field. And I will see you on Tuesday, hopefully, with uh, more energy. Anyway, it's lying up over everything. This is the state of Southeastern.